Previously on At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz. There was one scene where these guys are supposedly going at about 180 miles an hour side by side and then they're looking over at each other. <laughs> that doesn't happen? <laughs> I don't think that's uh, going 180 miles an hour in a Ferrari and a Ford GT. I don't think you're going to look over and give a dirty look to each other. At the Movies with Arch Campbell. And Barry White filling mm. in for Lou Katz. And a cast like Darth Vader to me. <laughs> and a cast of Falcon. James Earl Jones. Maybe. It begins right now, and it is my pleasure to introduce one of America's leading recyclers. <laughs> See, you know, in case you didn't know, yeah. he's been rerunning his material for years. Hey, hey. That noted stretch artist. Bring him on. It's not the we speed, it's the stretch, baby. That's good for you. It's Arch Campbell. Lou Katz with a chest cold. It's Duh. like having a new person in here. I know, it's I'm weird. telling you. I know, it's But weird. you know, <laughs> my speakers are vibrating kind of <laughs> violently. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, hope you're having a nice uh, Thanksgiving. This is sort of our Thanksgiving special, and it's also the review of Review, and there is a new movie for the holidays that uh, I do want to highly recommend to you, and that is Knives Out. Uh, kind of a fun comedy with Daniel Craig as a detective called to solve the murder of Christopher Plummer, the head of a highly dysfunctional family. It's uh, it's a three-star, good uh, comedy, kind of a holiday delight. And, uh, and there's a lot of good stuff for the holiday, including Ford versus Ferrari and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And uh, and also, uh, we must mention Frozen 2. If you have any girls and your little girls uh, in your house under the age of 40, <laughs> 40. <laughs> they, I love it. they're going to want to see uh, Frozen 2. That, that's uh, certainly going to be a big thing for the weekend. So here we are. And we're looking towards Thanksgiving. And later in the program... If I can tease a little something here. Please do. I have a Thanksgiving memory. A little, st- we're going to have story time. Oh, wonderful. Story time on the program. But right now, let's take our backward glance at some of the movies tossed at us over the past few weeks. It's time for the good, the bad, and the in between on the review of reviews. I saw the trailer for Motherless Brooklyn and I thought this is something I want to see. You know, it's kind of a mystery story and it's set in the past and it stars Edward Norton. Well, the problem is it runs long, it tells a confusing story, and Edward Norton is distracted because he tries to play a character who's trying to get to the bottom of who murdered his boss. Dealing with Tourette syndrome. I can't stop twisting things around, words and sounds especially. Have to keep playing with them until they come out right. I love these kind of period mysteries, but I am sorry to say this one disappoints. One star, mm. uh, the hound is only barking once. Okay, Arch, now that second review about Eddie Murphy's new flick. Well, you know, it's great to see Eddie Murphy back doing something fun again because it's been a long time. His new movie is Dolomite Is My Name. It's based on the career of a guy named uh, Rudy Ray Moore, who in the 70s created this character Dolomite for his stage show. He got up there and he would do rhyme uh, couplets, you know, rhyming, which were outrageously uh, funny and full of all sorts of, of blue words. 
the uh, rhyming led to his desire to do a movie. And there is an original movie called Dolomite that you can watch on Amazon Prime. And it's pretty bad midnight movie kind of laugh out loud stuff. Uh, So Eddie does the story of this guy's life. He's a character who continues to strive, who does no matter what it takes to to keep going. Hey, you know, Auntie, I was thinking about putting out a comedy record. Comedy? You've been a singer, a shake dancer? Ha! That's real hard to break in. I'd do whatever it takes to get in. It's lots of fun. It's very blue. There's lots of R-rated language, X-rated language. I wish I could see it at midnight with a crowd of screaming uh, fans. Instead, uh, I watched it at home. And every time my wife walked into the room, I was a little embarrassed. (laughs) So let's say a couple and a half stars, but great to see Eddie Murphy back. You're listening to a special edition of At the Movies with Arch Campbell, Lou Katz, and a cast of thousands. It's our review of reviews, and it continues right now. Well, this is a big week for movies. This is the week The Irishman comes to the Washington area and uh, other major cities around the country. People have been talking about this for a long time. It's Martin Scorsese, and he has assembled his dream team of De Niro as a mob hitman, Joe Pesci as a mob boss, and Al Pacino as Jimmy Hoffa. In my book... That makes this the ultimate mob epic. We're going at war with these people. Things have gotten out of hand with our friends. You gotta sit down, everybody says so. No, I'm not sitting down, I can't do it. It's what it is. What it is. I give it four stars, rated R. It is three and a half hours long. So bring your depends. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's in theaters now. It comes to Netflix. November 27th, The Irishman. I think it's one of the greats. All right, Arch, what else do you have? Now, here's Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. (laughs) Dr. Sleep will disturb your sleep thanks to frightening visuals and a complicated three-layer plot, and it's presented as the sequel to the great Stephen King classic, The Shining. Ewan McKellen plays the adult version of the kid in The Shining. He connects with a young teen who possesses the same powers. Together, they fight Rebecca Ferguson's True Knot, a cult that lives on the pain and suffering of their victims. You're magic, like me. I don't know about magic. I always called it The Shining. If you love horror and you don't need a lot of sleep, go see Dr. Sleep. It's worth three stars, three barks, and it'll give you a case of the willies. We hope you're enjoying this special edition of At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands. We continue now with our review of reviews. Matt Damon and Christian Bale rev their motors in Ford versus Ferrari based on the true story of designer Carol Shelby's friendship with driver Ken Miles. Ford hires them to win the Le Mans endurance race in the 1960s. So the great Carol Shelby is going to build a car to beat Ferrari with a Ford. Correct. And how long did you tell them you needed? Two or three hundred years? Ninety days. They've got their work cut out for them. The racing scenes are great. The friendship and underdog story make Ford versus Ferrari 
one of the year's great movies. I'm going to give this four barks, Lou. Four big stars for this. Wow. Four big revs. (laughs) Gas mileage isn't very good, but the star count is high. Fasten your seatbelts for that one. What else do you have, Arch, for the weekend? Do you know what a good liar is? (laughs) There's a couple of pretty good ones in the new movie, The Good Liar. Ian McKellen hopes to swindle attractive widow Helen Mirren in The Good Liar, except she's got a few tricks up her sleeve. You know, it's very peculiar, doing things you'd never imagine. Secrets between you, God, the devil, and the dead. The two icons are great on screen. The story's a little slow, but the final twists are satisfying. Couple and a half stars, couple and a half barks, almost three, The Good Liar. And I'm telling the truth on this. Just in case you missed any of the reviews, you're getting them right now with At The Movies with Arch Cabell, Lou Katz, and a cast of thousands where our review of reviews rolls on. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Hey, movies don't get much more mainstream or recommendable than a beautiful day in the neighborhood with Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers, the PBS children's star, and a story about his friendship with a skeptical writer played by Matthew Rice. Mr. Rogers, I'm here to interview you. It is so nice to meet you. This piece will be for an issue about heroes. Do you consider yourself a hero? No, not at all. Some fans will come out wanting more of Hanks and less of the troubled writer, but I gotta tell you, the balance works for me. A beautiful day in the neighborhood allows us to believe in the power of kindness and friendship. (laughs) Hey, there's a concept. I'm giving it four stars. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is a great holiday movie. You're listening to At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands. We should uh, remind people about Hound Radio. We should. That's the basis of our podcast. Yes, Hound Radio is this little internet radio station that has a uh, small but very dedicated uh, audience who uh, enjoy the adult contemporary music and the, the like features. Like the good old we, days of Watch. Yeah, from back in those and days. And you give away movie tickets? And we give away movie tickets. We're giving away all kinds of stuff. We had a bagel brunch delivery oh, over in Tyson's Corner oh recently to one of our listeners. And we're also offering a chance to be a guest pilot inside a 737 simulator at Montgomery Mall. I saw that. It's very... Wow. I was behind the the yoke, as they call it, in the cockpit. I had a ball. And we're going to give somebody who listens to Hound Radio an opportunity to win that. That's very, very cool. I guess if you're afraid of heights... <laughs> might not be the thing like me. My, my wife, Wendy, was in there, and she says, I swear, looking out the windows and feeling the thing moving around, you were feeling like you were really in an airplane, and it's quite an experience. Oh, wow. It's called wow. Dream Arrow, if you want to investigate mm. it on your own. But we have a free uh, pass for that coming up on Hound Radio. All of it's available at houndradio.com. And by the way, our app is also available for free through uh, Android and the uh, App Store for Apple, too. And we, we have email. We what do. Is it? Arch at Hound Radio. Arch at HoundRadio.com or Lucats at HoundRadio.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Just a reminder, friends, that we come to you from the worldwide headquarters of Cats Podcasting. From an underground bunker buried deep beneath Bethesda, Maryland, this is the Cats Podcasting System. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's all sit around the imaginary <laughs> fireplace. <laughs> Getting our hot chocolate, our s'mores, as Arch Campbell gets ready to share with you and me and the rest of D.C. a Thanksgiving story. A Thanksgiving story. I do I have a Thanksgiving story for us, Lou, and I call this story Thanksgiving Asparagus. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, boy. Uh, this is This is right out of my childhood. Every year around the middle of November, my mother started rummaging around the kitchen in a desperate attempt to figure out something she could cook for the big family Thanksgiving dinner. Because when I was growing up, we celebrated Thanksgiving at my great aunt Mamie's house. She lived in a big old crumbling place that smelled of age and dust and gas stoves. Uh, the best thing about it was at least my sister and I knew we would eat well because other people were doing the cooking, and our mother could not cook her way out of a paper bag. Oh, no. She was the worst cook oh. in the world. And every year it went like this. She'd run around the kitchen, you know, say, oh, Lord, what will I do? What will I make? My mother found an ancient can of asparagus every year and dumped the contents into a Pyrex dish. And then she toasted some stale bread and threw that in with some hard-boiled eggs. And this would lead to the grand finale. She, she opened a can of Campbell's mushroom soup <laughs> and dumped it in a glop right on top, and then she popped it into the oven and exclaimed, Asparagus casserole! <laughs> it was just awful, and it topped oh. the list of Thanksgiving embarrassments, starting with the moment we rang the doorbell. Aunt Mamie opened the door and screamed, Oh, honey! And with that, she would lay a slobbery kiss right on my mouth. My sister and I called this getting a bath from Aunt Mamie. Oh, gosh. We had about ten cousins, and all of them lived on the better side of town, and we didn't know or like each other. And, of course, I wound up stuck at the children's table in the breakfast room. Uh, as the years went by, some of my older cousins got to eat in the dining room, but I never made it. You never graduated. No, I didn't. My father would come with us, and he would wait for lunch in the living room with my aunt's husband, Don. They would get over in the corner and start whispering. They whispered wicked stories under their breath, stifling laughter, teeheen, as they gossiped about the rest of the family. I could hear under their breath phrases like, That old bastard. <laughs> and, That bitch. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Mamie would notice and make them go into the kitchen to help. One year, my father opened a drawer, and a roach as big as a rat jumped out. Oh, so he God. grabbed a butcher knife, chased the roach, slashed and cursed while everybody in the kitchen screamed. He, he killed the varmint and received a lifetime ban from Mamie's kitchen. <sighs> Then came lunch, and my mother would sit her awful asparagus on the table, and I could hear my cousin saying, What's that? <laughs> the 
grown-ups were snickering. I had a couple of aunts, and they had kind hearts, and they would always take a little spoonful of the awful casserole. But after the meal, the asparagus went home with us, virtually untouched. So when I was growing up, I hated Thanksgiving because as a kid, either you went on display or you were totally ignored. Some of the old people, my relatives, would bark at us. Get out of the way, kid. Others were doddering around with drool on their chin. And then we would, uh, 30 of us, make a circle and sing the blessing. Bless this house, O Lord, we pray. Make it safe by night and day. And during the blessing, I prayed that someday I would escape. And I'm sorry to say that with time, I got my wish because I left for college and I never went to another Thanksgiving at Mamie's again. And of course, Mamie and her generation faded away and the tradition ended. And since then, I've gotten to know my cousins and I like them. And whenever we see each other, we bring up Mamie and those Thanksgiving dinners And now my wish is that I had a time machine so I could go back and really listen to the old people knowing what I know now about their lives and now that I know the stories that brought us together. And I would tell them that I didn't really hate Thanksgiving and I didn't really hate them. I just hated being a kid. There's only, if I had the time machine, there is only one thing I wouldn't do. I wouldn't eat any of my mother's asparagus casserole because it looked like a Pyrex dish Ugh. full of hot vomit. So, Arch, is it safe to say that I can scratch off a can of asparagus for your Chris- off your Christmas list? Not for Thanksgiving. That's my Thanksgiving story. What a great story. And that's our way of... Wishing a happy Thanksgiving to you. Does Thanksgiving have meaning like that for you? Yes, we used to do a lot of trips to our relatives in uh, New Jersey. We would go up and have uh, Thanksgiving there. And uh, my Aunt Eva was a fantastic, unlike uh, your mom, (laughs) she was a fantastic cook. And by the time we'd get up there, we would be so starving. We, We would just start our meal early every year. You yeah. go from D.C. to DC New Jersey? D.C. up to Fairlawn, New Jersey. Because you're, you're a D.C. native. Right. And so that was, that was always one of our fun things. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, I kind of perceive that those kind of events are sort of fading away now. Yeah. As, we, as the new generations kick in and, yeah. People uh, scatter. And, you know, there were 30 of us that all lived in, uh, in my case, San Antonio, Texas. But we were all down there, and we were all related, and now we've scattered to the winds. That is uh, so true, Arch. What's up now? And now, speaking of Thanksgiving, as a special (laughs) Thanksgiving treat, adding more turkey to your turkey weekend, it's the worst of Ask Arch. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's the podcasting feature that lets you, the listener, Ask the questions. Be sure and keep a pencil and paper handy to take notes on this special edition. Have we received some uh, questions we actually, this week? We got three, who, actually. Who have we heard from? Our first one is Jack Diamond. <laughs> Jack Diamond wrote in. <laughs> of oh. address unknown. Oh, yeah, well. He's, yeah. he's someplace in Potomac, I'm uh, sure. Well, Anyways. Counting his money. I you think. bet. Yeah. He asks, hey, Arch. Yes? For Halloween, I had a dilemma. 
Mm. I had put a pumpkin already at my door, yeah, and oh, it was yeah. really a big one. A big pumpkin? But I couldn't decide <laughs> what I should call it. What do you call a big pumpkin at Halloween? Yeah. Oh, well, Jack, that's called a plumpkin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jack bing. Diamond wrote yeah. that in. All I, right. I have a feeling these are Halloween-themed. Mm, I, I think Halloween so. has just passed. <laughs> Thank, thank the Lord All right. for that. Let's get this next one open up who, here. Hold who on. have we heard from now? What we got? Um, a Mrs. Doreen Miller. Mrs. Doreen Miller. Of Northwest Washington writes mm, in. That name sounds so familiar. At least half of it Mrs. does. Mrs. Doreen Miller. She writes, Arch, yes? I've got a brain teaser oh, for you. Oh, I love to tease my brain. <laughs> yes. You know, mm-hmm. even though Halloween has passed, yes. the birds in my neighborhood got very the excited bird- about it. The birds are excited about Halloween. Can you guess how I can tell? How did she know the birds were excited about Halloween? Yeah. That's because the birds were saying, trick or tweet. (laughs) Those are some pretty high-tech birds. There's got to be Uh, a Twitter joke in there. Somewhere in there. About Halloween. Let me get this last one open here. Trick or tweet. Okay, we once again hear this week from Angus Lamont, the fifth. I love hearing from Angus Lamont. There's five of them. Five of Chevy Chase. Angus Lamont, the fifth of Chevy Chase. And I I guess Mm -hmm. Angus, uh, looking over this this note, he's still in the Halloween mood. He writes, Arch, I have another brain teaser for you. My brain has been teased enough. (laughs) What do you get when you cross a duck... With a vampire. Oh, we should have asked Count Gore this. Oh, what do you get when you cross a duck with a vampire? That's easy. Yep. That's Count Quackula. Half-lack. Uh-uh-uh. Don't touch that podcast. We're just getting started as our review of reviews continues with the best of Ask Arch. Our first question comes from LaTanya Horn. Oh, LaTanya. I loved LaTanya. She's over in Arlington, That's Virginia. Right. And yeah. she writes, Arch, mm-hmm. yes. I have a brain teaser oh, for you. Oh, really? What hmm. is the difference between the mafia and the U.S. government? <laughs> what is the difference between the mafia? This, these questions must relate to the Irishman. I think these must be questions about the mafia. What's the difference between the mafia and the U.S. government? Hmm. One of them is organized. <laughs> Thank you, Latanya. Latanya Horn. This is the morning news on News Channel Eight. I wonder if she listens to this. Thing. Oh, okay. uh, Godfrey Daniel. Uh, Godfrey Daniel. Of Skaggsville, Maryland. He, there's one of our listeners. There you go. He, on Skaggsville. He writes, hey, Arch, can mm-hmm. you answer this? Right. What do you get when you cross the Russian mob hmm. with the Italian mob? What do you get when you cross the Russian mob with the Italian mob? Right. Killed. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> Killed. Yeah, right. All right, I yeah, like that one. All right, right. These are in honor of the Irishman, we got, which is quite a good... I think the Irishman and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are going to be vying for best picture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see if we got the... Uh, yeah. 
Who the last we, one here. This one's this. from Allison Alexander. Mm-hmm. Where is she living? In Alexandria. <laughs> How coincidental. Allison Alexander of Alexandria. I remember her. And Allison, Lovely woman. Allison Lovely. asks Arch, Yes. Have you heard about the really, really old <laughs> mafioso? <laughs> the really old mafioso, yeah. right? He makes you an offer he can't remember. <laughs> Allison, thank you so much. Allison Alexander. Let's go to our very first one. (laughs) Oh. This one is from... This came through the mail. Came through through the actual mail. They mailed it to the uh, Cats Podcasting. Exactly. Bethesda, Maryland. Tom Havel of Chevy Chase writes... Dr. Tom Havel? Mm -hmm. Dr. Tom Havel. goodness. That's right. A doctor wrote in. Well... I've been looking at used cars. The doctor wants to buy a used car? Dr. Tom Havel. Uh I I Mm. met a salesman the other day Mm, with an unusual title. He's a used car salesman, Mm -hmm. and he has an unusual title. Can you guess the title? I know all about this guy. The, The used car salesman with the unusual title calls himself a car dealologist. Cardiologist? <laughs> Cardiologist. Yeah, I, I know where you... uh-huh. Okay. Doctor. A doctor sent that doctor in. Sent that the right. Cardiologist. All right. Who we got here now? Allison Alexander mm, of Alexandria. Oh, she's still in Alexandria. And still writing in. I thought she moved to Arlington. She okay. writes, mm-hmm. Arch. Yes. And it looks like this is there's a lot of car... Car oh, you think this. there's a car mm-hmm. theme because of the uh, yeah, Ford, Ford v. Ferrari. Ferrari. Oh, yeah. She yeah, writes, my mm. Ford Fiesta stopped running. <laughs> the Fiesta stopped running. Oh, a big surprise. Mm. So I changed its name. You changed the name of the Ford Fiesta. All right. Allison Alexander <laughs> yeah. changed the name. Can you guess <laughs> the new name of my non-operating <laughs> Ford Fiesta? Yes, yes. That's her Ford Siesta. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's the getting Ford better. Siesta. It's getting better. Mm-hmm. I like this one. And yeah. all right, we've got yeah. time for one more here. Allison Alexander. Who, who wrote in this time? Of Alexander. <clears throat> she uh, writes in a lot. We hear from and her. And so does her this n- this next letter. Uh, uh, Latanya Horn. Oh, I love Latanya Horn. Of Arlington writes uh, in, and she says, "Arch, I yes. dreamed I was a muffler." <laughs> <laughs> what? A- what am I, Sigmund Freud? I dreamed. I dreamed I was a muffler. Do you know what happened when I woke up? She dreamed she was a muffler, and when she woke up, she was exhausted. Uh, uh, uh. Don't touch that podcast. We're just getting started as our review of reviews continues with the best of Ask Arch. Yes. Dr. Tom Havel. Uh, of yes. Chevy Chase. Dr. Havel. He writes in, Arch, mm. I've got a brain teaser for oh, you. Oh, I hate when that happens. What kind of music did the Pilgrims like to hear? Now, you were a radio disc jockey on yes. Wash and other stations <laughs> for, for, for a while. A hundred yes. years in for Washington. Years or so. yeah, you right. played a lot of uh, music. What, yeah. what kind of music did the Pilgrims like? I don't know, Arch. Well, you tell I, me. I understand they were very partial to Plymouth Rock. Oh! <laughs> Plymouth Rock. 
That has kind of a Thanksgiving it feel does. to it, I, I think it? so. Yes. Plymouth mm. Rock. Hey, maybe we okay. should do a Plymouth Rock section Ooh. on the Hound. A Plymouth Rock. A Plymouth Rock for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving. The holidays are coming. We they like are. Exactly. Yeah, they are. Here's, these, here's another one for you. Some of these are turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Allison Alexander. Oh, I love when she writes it. It's great to hear from Al- Allison again. Now? She lives in Alexandria still. <laughs> Allison Alexander of Alexandria. There's a story behind that. I'll yeah, tell I'm it sure someday. there is. She says, Arch, mm-hmm. I hear a turkey tried out for the Redskins. <laughs> a turkey tried, tried out, out for, for the, the Redskins, Redskins football there. team. That is a loaded statement oh my right God. there. Why would Boy. anybody try out for that? You'd have to be a turkey. Now, oh, he caught, goodness. she goes on to say he caught uh-huh. every pass. Really? And managed to push his way through the line. Oh, my gosh. They, wow. They signed him up. They signed up a turkey. But you know what? He turned down a bonus. Do you have any idea why? Oh, he wouldn't take a bonus no. if they could just guarantee that the season would last past Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Hail to the Redskins, which is, of course, what I'm wearing, a Redskins shirt today, because well, it's the only you know, piece of clean clothing you I've got. you got to keep warm. I know. That's All right, we got one reason. more here with our ask, Arch. Mm-hmm. A. Kornheiser. <laughs> the initial A. Kornheiser. He Anybody know that by is? A. A. Kornheiser. A. 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 Kornheiser of mm-hmm. Comover Beach. Oh, Comover De- Beach, Delaware. Delaware. That's that little strand of beach. That's where that Just is. Just a little strand well, in the Delmarva. A. Kornheiser writes, Arch, mm-hmm. yes. my Thanksgiving turkey came with a cell phone. <laughs> he found a cell phone in his turkey? Can you guess really? how I knew to answer the turkey's phone? Well, yes, the, ring, the ringtone is wing, wing. <laughs> well, Arch, you you know, you, you gobbled, these, you gobbled these up very God. easily today. You're listening to At The Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands. Okay, Lou, we're going to take next week off, and we will come back in December. And we are looking for a lot of exciting new movies next month. And uh, we're looking for a visit from our friend Jen Cheney. Oh, that'd be great. Talking about television and movies. She knows what she's talking about. And, of course, uh, you know at the end of the month they're going to release the final Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Now, are you, am I still get to be your date at You're, the advanced I'm screening gonna on take that one? You, I'm going to make sure you get to see that. Excellent. So that should be a lot of fun. And I think because you're so excited, in honor of the grand finale of Star Wars, uh, I think we should end today with the original Star Wars cantina music. I always thought this was great. Yeah, fun. So we'll see you soon. Happy Thanksgiving and uh, happy December to come.
At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands comes to you by way of the Katz Podcasting System. Katz, America's number one name in delicatessens, Broadway musicals, and podcasting.